Hello, my friends, and welcome to another moment, a Black History Moment with Bo. And if you should happen to be a first-time listener, my advice to you is to stick around, because I'm going to tell you some things that's going to blow your socks off, but I'm going to tell you the truth, and probably the truth like you've never heard it. You know, I've been doing this show since 2021. And today starts our 10th season with 20 programs in each season. So that tells you how much knowledge there is in Black Moments Library. You know, a lot of times I feel like giving up, but then I see more and more listeners tuning in. And I realize that a river cuts through a rock, not because of its power, but its persistence. And now and then, someone will send me an email and let me know that they enjoyed a certain program. So I will keep on bringing you the facts as I know them and holding tight to the truth because the truth is the only thing that's going to survive. It is our ultimate weapon. And my friends, I promise you that I do not worry about who will be offended by me speaking the truth. I worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if I don't. I guess I'm best described as someone who really cares. And I realize that I cannot teach anybody anything. I can only try to make them think. So society should be worried about who you are becoming, not who you used to be. Today, my friends, I'm going to slip into darkness and tell you about a man that you've probably never, ever heard of. And his name is Denmark Vesey. And like so many others, his story has been hidden from us for far too long. In 1771, a 14-year-old Denmark Vesey was transported from St. Thomas by a slave trader by the name of Joseph Vesey, and this is the name that he picked up. But Denmark was given back to Vesey because his master said he suffered from epileptic fits. So Denmark stayed with Vesey on his trading voyages until the captain retired to Charleston never again showing signs of epilepsy. Now, in 1799, what happened was Vesey had won a lottery and brought his freedom for $600. But he was pissed because he couldn't buy the freedom of his wife and children. And so he claimed that this fact motivated him to crusade to destroy the institution of slavery all by himself. By 1817, he had joined the newly formed African Methodist Church, and he became a class leader and preached to a small group of people in his home during the week. But once again, being all up in our business, white Charlestonians started monitoring the African church, disrupting services and arresting its members. And that's when Vesey, who had had it up to his eyebrows with this mess, started preaching from the Old Testament, particularly Exodus, and taught followers 
that they were the new Israelites, the chosen people. And in 1822, Vesey and other leaders from the African church began plotting a rebellion. Now, his chief lieutenant was an East African priest named Gulad Jack. And he led conspirators in prayers and rituals and gave them amulets to protect them in battle. Vesey's theology of liberation combined with Gula Jack's African mysticism, inspired potential participants, and word of the rebellion grew. The date was set for July the 14th, and men from Charleston and surrounding plantation put it in their head to seize the Charleston's arsenal and guardhouses, kill the governor, and set fire to the city, and kill every white man they saw. Well, we know, my friends, that could only end up one way, with several nervous slaves snitching to their masters about what was going on. And the Charleston authorities began snatching people up and locking them up. And Vesey was captured on June the 22nd, and him and his conspirators were brought to trial. And despite the beatings and even the threat of execution, the men refused to give up their followers. And we can only imagine what they did to Vesey during this time. But we knew what the outcome would have to be. And on July the 2nd, Vesey and five other men were hanged. But they would rather go to their grave than let their followers be tortured and treated the way they were. And several days later, Goliath Jack was executed. With the total number of executions reaching 35 by August the 9th. So they hanged one conspirator a day for over 30 days. African church was burnt down and laws were passed that restricted the movement of Charleston slaves. And Vesey, oh, Vesey became a martyr for African Americans and a symbol of the abolitionist movement. While the militant politics of whiteness dragged the country toward civil war. You see, my friends, many people have the concept that during slavery, we just laid down and took it. Whiteness does not like to talk about the rebelling that we did during slavery or the fear that the master carried around constantly because he lived on a farm with maybe more than a 100 slaves where it was just him, his family, and his white overseers. They could be killed at any time. And he knew this. So although we were maimed and beaten, he carried a fear deep down inside of him that he carries to this day. Because no matter how much his group of conspirators talk about doing, they're not going to bother us unless they are in a group. Because they know that we walked through 400 years of hell. And we have all the anger of our ancestors built up in us. Fear and pain to us are only motivators. You see, it was in the AME church where Vesey found the freedom to preach his beliefs. And he held weekly class meetings in his home. White authorities crashed the AME service attended by free black ministers from Philadelphia and arrested 140 people. And it was at this time Vesey considered leaving Charleston for Africa. But he decided to stay and see what he could do for his fellow creatures. 
He preached that freedom for slaves would be realized, and he began plotting that rebellion. There was a guy by the name of George Wilson who was a leader in the AME church, but he followed the Christian doctrine of loving one's neighbor and was devoted to his master. Rollo Bennett, another slave, told him of his rebellion. Wilson just pleaded with him to just let it alone. And a couple of nights later, Wilson snitched to his master of the plot, confirming the confessions of another man and leading to the arrest and execution of Bennett and his conspirators. Wilson, he was granted his freedom as reward, but eventually lost his sanity and committed suicide. After the execution of Denmark Vesey and the 34 others, Charleston's authorities exiled the African church leaders and razed the building. Although they were devastated by the destruction of their church, black Christonians continued to honor Vesey's revolutionary Old Testament theology in secret. And for abolitionists such as David Walker, Frederick Douglass, and Harriet Beecher Stowe, Vesey became a symbol of resistance and an inspiration in their writings. White Charlestons tried to convert slaves to New Testament Christianity and by passing legislation that would further restrict the rights of slaves. This militant path eventually led to our infamous Civil War. Denmark Vesey, you are no longer in the dark. And I am proud to bring your story to the light. And although the ways of this war have changed, the war still goes on. And we are inspired by what you could do in your time period. Rest in peace, my brother. Well, my friends, that music tells us that it is (laughs) once more time to get out of here. But before I go... Before I leave here, I want to tell you something. If whatever you are doing is important to you, you will find a way. And if it's not important, you will find an excuse. And like Wilson in this Vessie story, some people aren't loyal to you. They are loyal to their need of you. And once their need changes, so does their loyalty. My friends, have a great day. And until next time, it has been my honor.